Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just a Sip, episode nine. Episode nine. How are we doing today? I hope very well. I really do. Um, let's talk about me. Let's talk about how I'm doing today. Um, so just a little recap of what's going on in my life right now. I today currently um, just come. I just came home from the gym. And you might say, Cameron, oh, that's, that's great, you know, and you get to be at home now. And I'm like, yeah, but we have one tiny problem, which is I went to the gym super late today and now I'm coming home and I just showered and everything and it's 1130 at night. Normally I am like dead sleep by now, but no, it's 1130 at night and we're here. I'm sitting on my couch drinking a drink, um, obviously, because podcast, and uh, we need to be like at our peak comfort level. Um, but yeah, I just got back home from the gym. I'm extremely tired, which is a good thing, I guess. I did a lot today. I did. I did a lot today. Um, what are we drinking? Right now, I am drinking, I just made tea. It's white strawberry tea, and it's hot, uh, mixed with some honey. I made this because it's, it's, honestly, it's a little late for coffee. And this white strawberry tea is pretty good. It's good hot and iced, but, you know, right now, it's gonna be hot because I, um... I'm, you know, like relaxing and I'm just kind of like chill and I feel like a hot drink really goes with the vibe for that. So, you know, um, funny story. When I walked into my house today, uh, I got back to my apartment from the gym. It's funny because it just triggered this because I just heard someone's door close and I was like, oh, <laughs> so earlier when I came back to my apartment I took out my keys and I was about to unlock my door and I was like unlocking the door and then a dog barks like super loud and it scared me like it genuinely scared me because I said Cameron I don't have a dog I don't have a pet who could be behind this door waiting for me right now like I don't have a pet. Why is there a dog barking? This has never happened to me. Like dogs on my floor. I don't even know if there's any dogs on my floor, but if there are, they don't make any noise. I never hear them. And so the fact that I heard a dog when I was like opening my door, I was like, is there a dog in here? And it scared me. It genuinely scared me. And I was like, oh my God, there better not be a dog in here because I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't have a dog and that just doesn't make sense. If I had a dog, I'd be completely fine. If I knew that there was going to be a dog in my apartment when I got there, completely fine. It's normal. I would be like, oh, hey, whatever your name is, because I don't have a dog, so it doesn't have a name, but like whatever your name is, hi, welcome. Thank you for being here when I'm here. That's how it would be, but I don't have a dog. So that I think you can understand how that could be kind of kind of scary, kind of traumatic, just a little bit. It was a scary situation, um, and I'm not even afraid of dogs, so that that's what got me even more. But I just remember that I'm going to drink my drink, um, just so that you know 
that I'm having a drink right now. It's not ice. You're not going to hear anything like that. Um, I hope you heard that. But it's really good. I spilled. I spilled kind of. I spill everything. Like if you see me on TikTok ever. Um, sorry. If you see me on TikTok ever. I make like my espresso drinks in the morning. And it's just very like vibey. And it's just like very morning like fun whatever. Um, and I make my drinks and I always, always spill the espresso. Like no matter how big the opening of, of the cup is, I always somehow miss because <laughs> I'm so, I'm just, I'm just not coordinated. And every single video I make, I like look back and I see, I'm like, Cameron, why can't you just get the espresso into the cup? It's not that hard, but apparently it is because every single time I pour it in, all over the counter. Doesn't matter. There's espresso on the counter everywhere. And I'm just like, we need to get it together. Because that is not acceptable. Oh my god. Sorry. I keep making noises. Like, unnecessary noises. That's my bad. That's my bad. Um, but you know what? Enough about me. Enough about my, my boring day. Um, let's talk about you. <laughs> If you guys could reply, like, in this setting, that would be so interesting. There are live podcasts, actually, and people do do that. Um, however, this is not that. that this is not that. So, um, let's just get into today's topic. This is what I wanted to talk about today. Um, because I've been feeling it kind of a lot recently. Um, and it's funny because I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it to myself. Uh, but as you may have read the title, today we were talking about social media and its correlation with mental health. Uh, mine specifically, because I can't speak for anybody else. Uh, this is my experience thus far in my life. Um, I'm 23 years old. I have a lot, I have a lot more to experience, uh, with this, How, but, uh, yeah. So let's get into it, right? I always want to start things like this with a little bit of backstory, just, you know, so that it makes sense. Like anytime you tell someone a story, I'm pretty sure we always give them like a background so that they can understand the context of things. Um, now, depending on who you are as a person, those background stories can jump from he A to B, C to D. They can go all over the place. Um but here's my little backstory about this. It's like basically my uh, my origin story, right? Um, it's funny when I when I do these podcasts, I write down everything, not everything I want to say, but I write down like a little bit of an outline just so that I have like um, something to go off of. And it actually makes me think, like when I'm writing these outlines, this is that backstory I was talking about. It's really jumping, but um, this, it really makes me think when I write these outlines, because I'm writing them for myself. So I'm like, I have to prompt myself with questions, you know, I'm just like, well, what do we want to talk about? And how are we going to talk about it? Right. So, um, when I wrote down my little questions for this topic, I, w I started, I was like, well, when did I start social media? So that's my background story, right? 
let's get into it. Um, well, I first started social media when I was in eighth grade. I remember I got my first iPhone. My parents were like, yeah, you guys can have phones or whatever. Here's your iPhone. We're going to go to the store, like the phone store or whatever, and get your phones. And yeah, I don't remember what the reasoning was for us being allowed to have iPhones. Like I had a phone. I got my first phone in fifth grade, but it wasn't like an iPhone or anything like that. Obviously, because like I don't think they existed at that point in time. But I got my first iPhone 4. It wasn't even a 4S. It was just a 4. I got my iPhone 4 in 8th grade. And and when you're in 8th grade, I believe you're 13, 13 going on 14. Uh, so I got my iPhone. Had the ability now to download apps. I could download applications. Um, now, my 13-year-old brain only wanted games, which is fine. Because what else does a 13-year-old need on their phone? 13-year-olds shouldn't even have phones, okay? But we do, and we did, and we do. So, obviously, I just wanted games. Um, don't know how I found out about it, but Instagram was a thing. I don't even recall asking my parents' permission to have these social media platforms. I have no recollection of asking if it was okay. But I just did it. So... I made my first Instagram, my first Instagram. This is, I'm actually very proud of myself because I made my Instagram account and I've had it the same one since I was 13 years old. Um, I think that's insane because literally every picture I've ever posted, I still have. Um, I just archive them, but they're still there and I can look at them and I'm just like, ugh gross um what you see on my page now is like obviously like what i put there um but there is like so much that i've archived and just like made disappear from when i was 13 years old in eighth grade Ugh, it will never resurface it probably will i have friends who have those pictures anyway i got my first instagram at 13 years old uh also vine came out around that time uh downloaded that I remember being like, oh, I don't think it's going to be any good or whatever. Um, but it was amazing. Um, I didn't make any vines. I was definitely um, a consumer of entertainment when it came to vine. Uh, but it was great. So that was the start of my social media journey. Um, it was in eighth grade. I vividly remember. Um, I used to post literally everything on Instagram. I thought everything was Instagram worthy. I thought that taking pictures was just so much fun and like, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. I don't even know how I found out about Instagram. I really don't. Um, but that is how I started Instagram. That's how I started my little content creation ordeal. Um, I started making YouTube videos when I was 14. I remember, um, I remember I had moved into this house. I don't remember why I started making YouTube videos. I have no idea why. But one day I was just like, you know what? Let's just vlog. Or it wasn't really vlogs. It was just like random videos. And I still have them um, also archived on YouTube. But I started making those when I was 14. I was in high school. I have no idea. It was like my freshman year. 
like end of eighth grade into freshman year, no clue how I had the, I don't want to say courage, but like the, like, I don't know what pushed me to do that when I was in high school. Maybe I just wasn't afraid of being bullied. I don't know. And I don't know what's so bad about what, it's not bad, but there was always such a negative connotation around like doing stuff like that when you're in school because everyone's just like, oh, that's weird. Like, I don't know. But when you still do it, regardless of what people say, that's that makes it fun and that makes it enjoyable. And it, nine times out of ten, it turns into something um, awesome. So I started making YouTube videos at 14. And just like overall, in my childhood, I've just always been into like technical things I've always been into like social media whenever it came out I've always been into like I'm gonna call it content creation but I'm all I've always been into like making videos like I literally used to when I was um I want to say seven or eight I don't know exactly how old but I was on the younger side I used to make these videos called cooking with Cameron and I would set the camera up in front of like in my kitchen and I would make like pancakes or something. And I think those videos still exist too. My parents to this day, they're like, yeah, we remember you making cooking with Cameron. Like now we remember it. We didn't really know what the deal was back then, but now it kind of makes sense. And I was like, yeah, that does make sense. Um, so I've just been very into being in front of the camera for a very long time. Um, so obviously, with all of that backstory taken into account, you can come to the conclusion that social media and everything surrounding it started as a hobby, and it was very fun. Like, it was just genuinely a fun thing for me that I enjoyed doing. Um, you could call it a passion, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so... Fast forward to, let's say, 2019, right? No, let's fast forward to 2017. That's when I graduated. At that point, I had everything and everything. Social media-wise, I had Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. I knew how to use them for the most part. I At that point in time in my life, I didn't, I hadn't been using them to their greatest potential. And I still don't think that I am. But... I had all of the platforms, right? So I want to say that I started taking social media more seriously um, in the end of 2019, like into 2020, like just before the pandemic hit um, because I was gaining like more traction on TikTok around that time. And I was like, oh, like, this is actually kind of happening for me. Let's do this, right? So I started taking it more seriously. Um, however, I had always taken my Instagram serious for some strange reason. Like, it's really, at the end of the day, not a serious thing at all. But like I said before, it was, I didn't really have many friends in high school or just in school growing up in general. I wasn't really one surrounded by many people. Um, so I was very into like learning how to entertain myself and what entertained me was 
like I have a love for movies and film and just TV in general. Um, I got into photography. That was really a stepping stone to helping me uh, figure out what I liked to, what my aesthetic was on Instagram, right? Or, yeah, so I did photography. I started getting into that in like around 2015. And it played a very big part in me putting my Instagram together and stuff like that. Um, so I always took my Instagram seriously. I don't know why, but I just cared about it. And I just cared about like the pictures that I took and I just cared about how they looked and, and it just, I just wanted everything to look pretty. I just wanted everything to look like put together and like have like cohesiveness. And it wasn't even like out of like for other people. It's just because I'm an organized person. So I wanted my Instagram to reflect my organization skills <laughs> as a human being. And I think that it did reflect that and it does still reflect that to this day. And it's not coming from a place of like, I don't really know what the word is. It's not really coming from a place of like, I need approval from others type deal or like putting on a front for everybody type situation. It's just because I like things to look pretty. And I genuinely like things to look a certain way because it helps me. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't really need an explanation, really. I just like it that way. That's just who I am. Um, but yeah, so I've always taken Instagram kind of serious. I've always loved like aesthetic and like clean, put together vibes. Um, and I just always put a lot of work into it, into my Instagram, like regardless of what the outcome was going to be, I just cared because it was like a personal hobby of mine and it, it was just like literally a part of my personality, unfortunately. But that's kind of what happens when you grow up in like the era of social media and like technology, just like on the rise. It's, I think that's just like a side effect in everyone just to want to have like nice Instagram feeds or just like nice social media profiles. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the, um, the ins and outs of that in your brain when it comes to, when it comes to that. But I know how it is for me. And that's, that's, that's my experience. Um, but like I said before, like it actually, my social media career, I guess, quote unquote, it started gaining like traction or just started gaining I don't know what the word is it started getting bigger around the end of 2019 2020 um so obviously like I started taking it more serious because that was the field of work that I wanted to be in that was the field that I was most interested in like my parents would always ask me like what are you going to do like for work What's your plan? I went through so many things when I was in high school. I, deep down, I always knew what I wanted to do. I was interested in acting. I was interested in social media. And I was interested in modeling. Um, and like photography. I never really wanted to be a photographer, but I was interested in like the hobby. Um, so I always knew like that was like the route like I was interested in and like that's 
like entertainment content creation i've always just been into it right um but that's never really looked at as something that's achievable from anyone's perspective really um until it happens then everyone's like oh wow that's awesome that you made that happen blah blah blah, blah. but while it's happening no one really believes in that so um they're like what are you planning to do and uh i went through quite a few things i went to college during while i was in high school i also went to college at the same time and i took a bunch of classes and got this like scholarship to become a emt paramedic slash go into firefighting and i was like taking these classes i was like learning a lot and i hated it i thought it was the worst thing ever it didn't bring me any type of happiness um but it was a set clear path that everybody could see so it brought other people happiness and i was like you know what? i don't like this i literally hated it so i dropped out and i was like yeah i'm not doing that like i, I i'm sorry but i can't so i didn't do it um and then I graduated high school, right? Uh, and I went to college again <laughs> for like almost two years. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take my general classes, like the classes that you need for literally anything for any major. I'll just take all of those. Um, but after I took those, I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. Um so I dropped out again because I was like, I'm not going to waste time and money here if I don't know what I'm doing here. So I dropped out again and I started working full time. I was like, if I'm not going to be in school, I'm going to be working full time. But all the while, um, I was putting work into like my YouTube and like my Instagram. And in 2019, I started was putting work into TikTok and it all ended up paying off, which was insane and i never thought that was going to happen but it was insane um and in the beginning it was just in the beginning beginning it was all fun and games you know it was just all like i took a picture and i love it and i loved editing it and i put it on instagram no one's gonna see it but i love it and so that's the vibe that was going through my head when I first started everything. All the content I would make, I knew, like, not many people were seeing it. And I didn't care, really. Like, I knew the people that were surrounding me, like my family, friends, and those people were seeing it, which was completely fine. Um, and maybe a handful of strangers. But I don't know. So I was just like, you know what, I'll put work into it. It's fine. I don't really expect anything to come out of it. But I enjoy it, so I do it. My mental health at the time, great, perfect. It was completely fine. Because really, I had nothing to worry about. And I wasn't like, I wasn't really invested in this business. Um, so since it started as a fun hobby, obviously, like, I put a lot of time into it, I my personal time, and I just enjoyed it. It was a very happy-go-lucky thing, like really no consequences if it didn't work out nothing like that it didn't I don't know it didn't bear any bad fruit if if the video didn't do well it didn't nothing bad would happen to me if 
my content didn't perform well. And going into it, I didn't really expect to be so hyper fixated now on some of these things. Uh, let me explain. So let me go back a little bit. But like in the beginning, nothing that I posted or made was really curated for any type of person. It was genuinely just like what I liked, genuinely natural to me. And that's why I would post it. Um, and it's weird because nowadays, like everything that I do post is natural to me, but it carries a different kind of weight. Like everything I post on TikTok, at least carries some type of weight with it. Like it's got strings attached, like not saying that like everything I post is like an ad or like something like that, but the things that I am like putting on the internet, people see, I don't know who's exactly seeing them. So they're like somewhat curated in a specific way. And it's weird because I don't even know exactly what, like how it's curated. It's strange. It's a really strange thing. Like making content has a weird, weird effect on your brain especially when you're doing it on TikTok because you like make videos and obviously not everything is going to do amazing but going through that like that time where you have to learn that everything is not going to do amazing is so difficult because in the beginning I'm going to call the beginning of my like TikTok career I'm going to call the beginning of it when I was at like 175k I want to say that's when I like actually started taking things seriously and I was like, okay, so I'm actually going to do this, right? Um, I would make videos and when I start, I think my first million view video was like a video of me making coffee, obviously, and I had a voiceover going on and it just got a million hits. It's when I first bought my first espresso machine got a million views more than that and I was just like wow this is insane and when that happens you like low-key expect that the video after that or just like all of your videos after that will continue to perform that well they don't um sorry to tell you sorry to break it to you but they don't always do that um and that is it's kind of obvious that that wouldn't occur because you know People get tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. You get tired of making the same thing over and over again, and it just it just doesn't work out. Um, but it it takes time for you to learn something like that, and so you get like hyper fixated on, you know, reaching those kinds of numbers again um, with your content, and then it just doesn't it doesn't technically reach those numbers. It's very strange. It's very strange. TikTok plays with your brain. And it took me a while to figure out that I needed to just let it go. Like, whatever numbers hit, hit. And whichever ones don't, don't. Because if I focus on that too much, I will go insane. And I learned that about myself. I was like, because for a while, I was kind of going insane. I was like, what's happening? Like, I was 
upset about like people unfollowing me or like my videos not performing well. It was genuinely making me a sad person and I was like upset with myself and I was like, I can't believe that like this isn't working anymore or whatever. I don't really know how I got out of that. I have no clue how I got out of that like funk or that like depression or whatever I was in. I was just like really sad for some strange reason. And it sucked because that's not how all of this started. It's not how I felt when I started doing everything like this or just when I got into the social media field. That's just not how I felt in the beginning. I was just very happy and I was just very like, wow, this is crazy. Like this is insane that it's going on like this. Um, but I definitely had to learn that not everything is going to perform well and you can't really let it get to you because if you do let it get to you, like you could spiral and it's, it sucks. So one thing I like tell myself a lot actually is I don't want to let things just happen to me. I like to be in control. I'm going to say that right now. Like I like to be in control of me, in control of my life, whatever I do. Um, I don't like people making decisions for me. I don't like anybody making a decision for me. So um, nowadays, I don't really get like upset when things don't go well. Like if things, if numbers aren't hitting well, or if people aren't receiving the content that I make well enough, if, if it's not just doing good, I don't really... I don't really give it the time of day. I'm just like, okay, well, that didn't work or whatever. That's fine. I'm just going to keep making what is true to me and what I enjoy to make, like making. And if people like it, they like it, which is amazing. And I love that. Um, if it doesn't get pushed, if nobody sees it, that's fine too. Um, I can try new things. But I used to actually get upset over stuff like that. And now... Not so much um, because, you know, I can't really get upset over things that I'm not in control of and I can only control what I do. And I have to tell myself that a lot. It's insane. Um, so long story short, my mental health, it definitely went from something very happy, happy-go-lucky, like whatever happens, happens to hyperfixation and like depression slash sadness and overthinking. And I think I'm on my way back to happy-go-lucky. I'm like making my way back there, which is awesome. Um, but it's still a process because, I don't know, I still have days where I'm just like, this is not it. Or I am not in the headspace to be doing something like this or just whatever the case may be. Um, I have good days and bad days, but yeah, long story short, I think that we all know that social media has a negative impact on mental health in so many different areas, just like, um, like what I was talking about right now, like the sadness or like overreaction when numbers aren't well, or when your videos aren't performing, like how they used to um that really takes a toll on your brain 
um, and on you, and it shouldn't, but it does. Uh, also, another area in which like social media is actually pretty, it's pretty bad is like in when you compare yourself to others, because I found that I try my best not to do this, but it's like hard sometimes, obviously not to compare yourself to people. Um, especially when they're, when you think it really comes down to how you think, because you really don't know, but when it looks like, or you think that someone is doing better than you or is in a better spot than you, or is in a better position than you, you start to kind of compare yourself and be like, well, why can't I have that? Or why am I not there? And really that can, that's probably not the case. You're not them. You don't really know what they're going through or their situation. Um, but social media doesn't show all of that. So it's very hard not to compare yourself to people. And I actually found myself doing this, not frequently, but I would do it. And it would actually get to me. But I think it's very important to be able to check yourself and like see when that's happening so that a you don't do it or b you know how to fix it when you do do that um i saw something recently i don't think i I saw it i don't think i know i didn't come up with it but i saw it or heard it or something but it was talking about how following people that are like in the same field as you or like in the same content area as you or have the same interests as you, um, like on social media at least, is probably not a good idea. Like following people that do pretty much the same thing as you but in their own way because everybody does like makes content in their own way that's unique to them, which is great. But there are like generic and general um I don't know, groupings or niches, I guess, like vlogging, for example, which is what I do. If I follow like a bunch of vloggers on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, I'm literally opening up a gate of people that I can compare myself to because they do the same thing that I do. And not saying I don't follow vloggers, but I did find myself like comparing myself to people that were kind of making the same content as me not the same content but like they the same niche i guess um no it's not their fault <laughs> so i do still follow like i follow like a ton of people that make content and they make it's beautiful it's amazing um and i really support them like every single one of them but it, it is really hard not to compare yourself when you see stuff like that when you see people doing the same thing as you you're just like oh my god like what am i doing wrong and it, it, it just gets insane um so that's like just when it comes to uh, a style of content but maybe like when you see people like working out or just like bettering their lives it's so hard when you see that stuff on social media not to like apply it to yourself and so when I post stuff, I like try to keep that in mind. And I'm like, well, is this going to help someone today or hurt them? <laughs> but
because I genuinely do not want to hurt anybody's feelings or make someone feel a certain way. Um, but yeah, mental health and social media just, <laughs> they really don't complement each other in my opinion. Um, but there are good ways to balance stuff like that. Like I've been doing this for about two years now and there's really no roadmap to like content creation. There's really no roadmap to, there's no job description. Like nobody really, it's a very, very interesting field. And so nobody can tell you how to do it or like really what's going to happen because it's different for everybody. Um, but one thing that I think is pretty constant with it, with, with it is the fact that it takes a toll on your mental health. Um, and I think that everybody has to learn for themselves how to, how to make it better because I'm currently learning for myself how to make it better. Um, like, so I don't really have a step-by-step guide on how to make it better yet because I'm still creating that guide. But this is what I've learned so far. Um, spending a lot less time on my phone helps tremendously. Honestly, I don't spend much time on my phone like lollygagging or just like scrolling through and doing mindless work because my work is technically through my phone, right? So I'm always using my phone for like creation of some type of content. I do scroll through TikTok a little bit. Um, Instagram, I scroll through it a little bit, but I don't really spend a lot of time doing that. And that's pretty, that's helped a lot with, um, I just don't like, um, I don't really come in contact with much content to be comparing myself to anymore these days. Like when I spend less time doing that, then it's not really put in front of me to do that. So I don't do it. Um, so that's one way that I've learned like how to counteract the negative mental health effects from social media. It's just like using it less. I feel like when you're making more content, it's just like, uh, I don't know the word. It's just like, uh, I don't know the word for this. But when you're making more content, it's just bound to happen that you're going to be consuming content a lot less, uh, which is nice. I think that is nice, actually. Um, what's another way that I've found out how to counteract the negative impacts of social media on my mental health? Um, one thing that's really helped me to, like keep myself on track and you guys know this about me if you like literally watch anything that i put out anywhere um sorry there's a plane passing by but if you can't hear it just disregard what i'm saying um but obviously like when i write things down in my planner and like plan what i'm going to be doing in a day it literally leaves no time i leave no time for myself to be like hyper fixated on certain things on social media or like on other people or like I, I really don't have time to focus on like what other people are doing so I think that really helps um 
and that kind of ties into the whole like consuming less content because when you are consuming less and creating more then there's really no time for social media to have like a negative impact on you that's just my experience um and obviously i do like i do like sometimes find myself scrolling for like a really long time and i'll be like what are you doing like i will verbally say cameron what are you doing like you know what you should be doing right now why are you doing this and i'll just put it down i'll be like okay let me get back on track um but yeah writing things down in my planner and just like having a roadmap of what i need to be doing in a day definitely helps um but yeah so one thing that i can do or that anybody can do really it's like how to fix i don't know your negative impacts is if you notice when social media or literally any type of content is overtaking your life when you notice that it's like very time consuming and it's not a productive type time consuming then you just need to put it away get rid of it for the time being or set yourself a little timer i've never actually been the type of person to set timers on my phone um for when i can and can't be using things and i never will i'll never do that because i know i'm not gonna listen to it i'm gonna get the notification on my phone and be like <laughs> you thought and, and i'll just like swipe it away um but that's something that we can we can i can personally work on um noticing when you need a break is really important like if you find yourself scrolling for three hours and you didn't not once in those three hours say to yourself hmm, i should really take a break and like go do something productive or maybe just take a shower i don't know if you if you don't find yourself having those mental thoughts like hmm, maybe i should take a break may might want to reflect a little bit <laughs> that's just my opinion um but if you do have that thought um the thought of oh maybe i should take a break when you get that literally just do it like don't be like eh, don't be wishy-washy about it just do it just put your phone down and go make food or something anything is better than that um you can totally fix like the social media and mental health thing by this is for me personally but like doing activities for myself that i don't need to record or like feel the need to record at this point in my life i don't really have many um like hobbies or things that i feel like don't need to be recorded i feel like i'm still trying to find that out about myself and trying to figure out like what um, because I've, unfortunately I have started recording everything that I enjoy. And so now I need to find new hobbies <laughs> because now everything that I enjoy is for, not for social media, but it plays a part in social media. So I think it's going to be really fun to find some new hobbies. Um, I think it's really exciting. That's like, that's literally a hobby of mine too finding new hobbies like it's so much fun figuring out stuff that you need to like that you like to do um but i want to find some hobbies that i just enjoy doing without feeling the need to put it somewhere somehow 
I think that'll be really good for me. But yeah, like social media is crazy, dude. <laughs> it's literally crazy. And I wouldn't really trade it for anything. Honestly, like I, I don't know how it came across in this episode, like my feelings towards social media, but I, I do like it. I do enjoy social media. There are good parts and bad parts to it. Obviously, like there is to anything. Um, it just, it really depends on you and like where you fall on the social media spectrum. I don't really know. Um, and it depends on how you as a person consume it, but, um, it does have its negative effects. And I think that a lot of us are experiencing them now that we're older because we've had it since we were literally kids. Um, at least my generation, we've had it since we were pretty young and now that we're like basically adults now, I don't want to classify myself as an adult, but basically since we're adults, we are experiencing a lot of the after effects. And it's it's really interesting to see it unfold because none of us really know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And it's it's just it's just strange. Um so I think it'd be pretty fun to hear how social media affects you. Um DM me. And we can talk about it at the beginning of next episode because <sighs> I talked about it for 45 minutes about how it affects me. And I think it'd be really interesting to hear how just like in general, social media affects you. And just to close this out, one thing that I saw today, I just saw it for a split second. Sometimes I watch TikToks in the shower and I was in the shower and I was trying my hardest to hear a tiktok <laughs> i was like shower i'm sorry you're really loud can you like be quiet for a second i'm trying to watch something i saw this tiktok and this girl was like she was talking about the power of social media and she was saying how important it is to really pick and choose the people that you want to follow because those people have a big impact on you as a human being and your thoughts. And so really pick and choose the people that you follow because they're whatever message they're sending is going to resonate with you some way or somehow. Um, because if you're constantly seeing them every single day, like on your feed and just like on everywhere that you you go it's just bound to happen the thoughts that they put into your head the thoughts that they are putting onto their social media feeds that you're seeing that you're taking in will have an effect on you um and so it's just really important to pick and choose who who you're following and like who you're you know letting into your your little your little life and so um yeah just hopefully, I hope that they are all spreading positive messages, you know? Um, and that's all I have to say about that. But I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I think you can tell that it's midnight. <laughs> and I'm a little tired. But I'm still happy that I came on here and we had a little chat. Uh, I'm definitely ready for bed now. But I had a good time. I had a really good time. Um, yeah, I think that's it. 
thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you guys next week on Wednesday for episode 10 of Just a Sip. Episode 10. Can you believe that? 10 episodes. That's crazy. And then after that, only three more. And then we're, we're, we're done. We're done. You're done. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I gotta go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.